go and we're on. So, uh, look, Star Spangled Sportscast is back. Um, we are doing a live stream this morning uh, on YouTube here. Now, it has been a while since we've been back. Um, thought I'd take some time off, get myself right. Thought we'd come back at the right time of the season for the MLS playoffs. We've got round two. We did miss out round one. Um, I do have my co-host here this morning, Michael Watson, straight from uh, San Fran. So Exactly, mate. My team's out at the moment. San Jose Earthquakes are out. Another oh, poor season. Shit. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. I'm happy that my team, FC Dallas, is still in. We came third overall in the Western Conference. Uh, I think it was points differential between us and uh, that other Texas team, that green and white, the uh, green and black shit team. Yeah, and, that's uh, the one. Yeah. Yeah, but let's kick it off with uh, a bit of a memory from five years ago. If any of you do catch Copper 90, uh, Ellie Benjamin, the boys... Uh, from the UK were covering the Columbus crew and their fight to stay in the MLS. Um, basically, what was going to happen was the crew's ownership was going to take the team to Austin, but we can uh, gladly say five years later that did not eventuate. The Columbus crew are still in the MLS. Congratulations to uh, them for achieving that result because um, we all thought, they're all going to piss off to uh, Austin. Had a couple of poor seasons too, Pat. I mean, they just lost their coach, sacked last yep. week after uh, not making the playoffs again. Look, it is hard times in Columbus, but I think maybe next year they might get some homegrown talent coming through. Um, it's one of those clubs where money is... They don't have a lot of money. They need to bring up their juniors and hope their academies do something so yeah small place they've got good results over the last i guess they've won the legacy teams as well in the mls they've got good results over the last 10 or so years for the size of their club you're right they you know they've had a lot of success and in the last two years they've basically had no success always still playing good football though yeah always entertaining i'll always uh get up at like three in the morning to see a crew game <laughs> Yeah. Like, um, just due, due to the time differential here. But round one. All right. Round one of the uh, playoffs. No surprises there, really. Philadelphia went through. Eastern Conference champions. Um, Western Conference champions was LAFC. They get the buyout of the first round directly to the second round, which kicks off in about 55 minutes. Uh, that will start with the Philadelphia versus Cincinnati game um, out at Chester there. So uh, I think that's on Fox Sports 1 in the US. In, here in Australia, that will be on uh, B in Sport, if you have KO. And... Uh, yeah, um, look, my pick, I was very surprised with uh, Cincinnati last week. Getting the uh, getting the bickies in the first round of the playoffs there. Absolutely, mate. Anything can happen with them. They've, uh, again, new expansion team a couple of years ago. Two poor seasons. Third season, I think it is now. Absolutely yep. killing it this year. Big surprise packet. I think on their day, they can beat anyone. 
Well, Tab's got him. Well, just having a look at the uh, the betting lines at the moment. Tab's got FC Cincinnati at uh, three dollars eighty. Philadelphia is paying one eighty seven because they're at home, and of course, Eastern Conference champions. And the draw's paying three sixty in normal time. So, look on my sort of tip for that game. I'm looking F. I'm looking Cincinnati probably to win it in pens. Yeah, it could definitely go down to the wire. I think Philadelphia have been the most consistent team. You know, if you look at the league standings in the East Conference, they they won by a mile. The only one who was chasing yeah. them was Montreal, two points uh, two points away in the regular season. But Philadelphia, a very consistent team this year. Very consistent. It's this consistency that you need throughout the year, like, to be able to pull off even coming close to winning the Supporters' Shield or your conference there, like Philadelphia, they were another team over the last few years that had, had some really, really bad results and were down yeah. the bottom of the table. But, again, they've turned it around, again, with their academy. Yeah, and relatively... There's not a lot of uh, big names in that team either, Philly. You know, they've got a couple of old-school legacy players in the U.S. national team fringes like Bedoya, the captain. Yeah. Jim Curtin's obviously a legacy coach in the MLS. Andre Blake, yeah. Jamaican number one goalkeeper. But, you know, they just play it simple, get the points, and they've stayed very consistent. When it comes yeah. down to a close game, you know, they always always got to make them favourites. Oh, they're going to make a fight for any team in the competition, actually. Yeah, if you get Cincy on a bad day when they're not performing, especially when they're playing away, get a couple of goals in the first 20 minutes or so, game over. Yeah. Especially since it's only one-leg tie. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's win or go home these in these uh, playoff brackets. Um, all right, so next game for today will be at 1 p.m. Sydney time. This will be on Fox Sports 1 in the United States, again, being sports here in Australia. El Trafico. What a game. Oh, for some people, it's Carson versus LA. For yeah. others, it's LA versus LA. Uh, I still like to call it Carson versus LA because it is uh, 30 miles outside the city centre. Um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, this one's going to be interesting. Yeah, this is a very close game. If you look at the players, it's big-name players. Yep. DP, you know, designated players, big quality, both teams, hard one to, again, pick. All these games are tough to pick, but this one is probably the biggest, um, you know, question mark. Yeah, exactly. Like, look, when I heard they signed Beal and Cialini, like especially oh. Cialini in the back line there, I'm thinking, shit. Yeah, yeah, okay. These guys are going to take out the Western Conference like by a mile. But at the end of the day, they really didn't. They... You know, one thing which has surprised me, Pat, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but looking at you know the starting lineups each week for uh, LAFC, you, I think Gareth Bale out of 15 games this season, I think he's only started three of those. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, about 12 games that he's been come off from the bench in the last 20 minutes, that's just a big surprise. You know, I don't know yeah. if it's a fitness issue, attitude issue, because he has had attitude issues throughout his career. Obviously, well, he's a winner, but, I mean... He is. He is that winner, but like you said, he those attitude issues that he had at Real Madrid, look, you can't go off playing golf 
when your team's yeah. going through a Champions League run. I'm sorry. Like, That's right. You can get away with it in America because obviously the standard's not as good. But, you know, I think it's a bit of a concern that he's coming off the bench for the last 20 minutes of games when you're paying a player like him that much money and there's that much expectations. He's bringing in massive yeah. crowds. But uh, you'd like to think that he'd be able to last a full 90 in MLS. Oh, look, if he's look not lasting a full 90 in MLS, look, I think he's on the piss, to be honest. You know, he's taking yeah. the piss out of LA. I think he's actually taking the piss out of LAFC, and I don't like him. I don't like yeah. any of the LA clubs. No, um, either. Like, like you said, big money, you can't be expected to get there and, oh, yeah, I'm going to come off the bench. You're not Cristiano Ronaldo playing fucking a pre-season game in Sydney against fucking the A-League All-Stars. Nah. Nah, he's, uh, he's taken a piss at, uh, since he's been here in America. He's done a couple of good things here and there when he has been on the field, but generally speaking, you're looking at, you know, you're looking at LA Galaxy and they've gone more for the younger players when they've brought them in, besides, you know, mm. Javier Hernandez, which is obviously one of the legends oh. of the Mexican national squad. But they've Look, chosen to have their success by bringing in younger players like Gaston Brugman, uh, Ricky Puig, you know, from Barcelona, young yep. player. And they've invested there. And, you know, I think they're playing pretty good football at the moment in LA Galaxy. Exactly. Like, Puig, again, he's played in one of the top five leagues. Yeah, and young. <laughs> he's a young player. He's young. So why not, why not go to the US, hone your skills for a year or two, and see if you can make a run back in Europe again. Definitely. It, it just shows how good the MLS is getting, you know, the kind of players that it can attract. Well, I can remember what when the MLS first came to your attention here in Australia. I think it was when Fox Sports took over the broadcasting and or ESPN took over the broadcasting here for a season. And everyone's going, oh, this is shit. But with those expansion teams coming in throughout the the year, well, the years, it's, it's gone gangbusters, really. Like massive. The the kids that are getting their sh their shots normally wouldn't have got their shots anywhere else. And Pat, you'd know this, you know, having the having the podcast and covering multiple American sports. You know, the MLS it's got a good door to open up. You know, you've got baseball and whatnot, which is getting a little bit, you know, it's in the back of minds for a lot of next generation kids, you know, yeah. and then basketball's had its issues, but then MLS is a huge opportunity, especially with the World Cup being hosted in America in 2026. Yeah, exactly. Like NFL's getting boring and they call it no fun league. Yeah. Baseball is somewhat dying. Like the crowds at the playoff games so far haven't been great. Um, Yes, the games have been somewhat good, but yeah. but well, comes um, down no. to, you know, America's got that mentality. You know, since living over here, they want to obviously be the best in the world at everything. Well, no, they can't exactly. be the best in the world. I say this to my wife all the time. You know, they, she goes, "Oh, well, the best in the world of uh, baseball and, and basketball and NFL." There's not a lot of other countries which actually play those sports. So exactly. they're kind of on the path now where they know that soccer is. A global sport and to be the best at that you know you've really got to improve your own domestic game yeah exactly it's something that the a-league here hasn't really learnt yet no like we thought we had it in first season with dwight york and then but it seems like with the a-league here that you get one player per big club so a yeah. sydney fc or a melbourne victory once a year 
Whereas any of the clubs in the MLS have got the money got behind it. them to be able yeah. to go, all right, okay, this guy's going to be, okay, yes, we're a retirement village. Yeah. yeah. But this, this guy is going to be able, we will sign this guy to X amount of money, but he's got to do something with the academy as well. And the crowds as well, Pat. I mean, you've seen, you've seen oh. teams like Cincinnati last year and, and Austin. You know, Austin kind yeah. of last the last two years, obviously a newly um, expanded team, but they're coming last last year and they're pulling in a crowd of 30,000 at their stadium, which is a nice stadium as well. But It is. Just quite, last yeah, hey, 30,000 people. I mean, yeah. you know, your team, what, MacArthur, MacArthur FC, you know. Can't what, pull 10, in 600 10, people. 10, 12 people. 10, 12 yeah, people and a dog, and a dog. <laughs> and a dog. Can't forget the guy <laughs> dog. <laughs> like big difference. It, it was like the Australia Cup final. Sydney United packed yeah. out their end. McCart yeah. had six people in there. It's a cultural thing, you know. It's uh, it is, it is. Like um, a European turnout. Austin FC. You see an Austin FC game the last you know year, and it's flares are going off in the background. Yeah. So they still have that mentality where you can't have a flare, otherwise your team gets fined. Yeah. Well, it somewhat is illegal unless you're on a boat here in Australia. Um, but next game, next game will be Monday, so the 24th, 4 a.m. Australian time. So it's uh, going to be on ESPN in the US, again, being sports in Australia. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, being sports is the place for all your MLS needs. Um, so we got 4 a.m. Montreal versus uh, New York, Manchester City FC. <laughs> Who's your um, tip, Pat? Oh. Shit. Look, I'm a Man City fan. I'll... But I will go Montreal. <laughs> Again, they've had a pretty decent season, Montreal. Another surprise pack. Another one, yeah. Like again, you're thinking if you think that New York might run all over them though. After watching New York, uh, New York's last game uh, against uh, Miami FC, mm. it was a good performance. They absolutely killed them. Yeah, well, Three again, nil. shake oil money does help. Um, yeah. But also, I'm not a big fan of uh, New York playing at a Yankee Stadium either. Just quite. It's the worst field of soccer in uh, in the league. Well, which is great because they've had to, uh, I think they've had to change their ground for the simple fact that the Yankees are still in the uh, baseball finals, which is uh, fine by me. And yeah. then... That's at 4 a.m. And then the next one, I think, again, the 24th is Monday, our time here in Sydney. Uh, 23rd American, so that'll be 11 a.m. Australian time. It is the Texas Derby. The best game. Game of the round. Game of the round. Ooh, how so? Well, man, it's a Texas Derby. All things are bigger in Texas, right? <laughs> Pretty much. So, look, Austin, Dallas in Austin. Austin being a party town that it is, um, college football and all. <laughs> look, I'm going to hate to say it's going to go FC Dallas's way, uh, but we're going to do it in penalties again. And if we I do it in it's... penalties, it'll be 5-4. Yep. I'm looking for a close game in this one as well. I think uh, the attacking... 
uh, plays that Dallas have. If they snatch a goal early in the game, I think it could could be a 1-0 win if Austin score. Austin's one of those teams where they like a high-scoring game. If yeah. they score, you know, they just get on a roll. They kind of yeah. have that very attacking philosophy. Dallas FC, yeah. they've got a lot of players in contention for the U.S. national team. Uh, you know, in the World Cup for a, in a couple of months over in Qatar, Ariola, Leggett, Jesus yep. Ferreira has probably been one of the best players in MLS this season. That three attacking pring forward. Speaking of Mr. speaking of Mr. Ferreira, I think he won an award throughout the week for um, MLS top young player of the season or something. Oh, um, he's a gun. He's a oh, gun. Look. Look, I put I well, he fucked me the other day on on the uh, goal scoring because I put some money on him and uh, he didn't score a goal for me, in bugger. But yeah. is what it is. Um, so having a look at those two games, or the last three games that are around LAFC, LA Galaxy, um, I'm tipping LA uh, FC to beat Galaxy probably in penalties. Uh, Montreal to beat New York City. Uh, well, I'm going to take that one as, yeah, that one go into extra time, I think, and it'll be sorted after extra time if it does go into penalties. But that one will be a high-scoring fixture, that one. Same again with, I think, FC Dallas and Austin FC are going to be another high-scoring one. I think it might be a two-all going into extras. Probably won't score nothing through extras, play it safe a little bit, and then uh, bring on the wacky world of penalties. Anyone's game then, 50-50. 50-50. Who who are your teams again? You got Cincy? Cincy, uh, LAFC, CF Montreal, and uh, Dallas. Nice. I'm going to go Philly, New York FC, I think we'll just pip Montreal. I want to go LA Galaxy because I just like their philosophy a little bit better than LAFC. Yep. Carlos Feller's good. I'm not a fan of Matt Gareth Bale. Anything can happen in that one. Steve Chirondolo, the coach, has done a good job coming into MLS. I think he was at at Vegas over in the USL last year. Yes, he was. uh, Yeah, he's done a good job with Galaxy. Um, And then I think I'm going to go FC Dallas just because of consistency. I think Austin, it's in uh, Dallas, right? No, it's in Austin. Oh, it's in Austin. It is in Austin, so... I mean, I'm going I'm going to go for the FC Dallas in that one, but I think if it's in Austin, it makes a big difference. With that crowd, 30,000, all yeah. Austin supporters, it's a tough one Look, to go it's a four. Like. It's, only a four, it's only a three to four hour trip, as you know, from... Dallas to Austin yeah. by car. A lot of the, a lot of, I think a lot of the guys from like, uh, shout out to my boys at uh, El Matador and the Dallas Beer Guardians, um, they're going to pretty much come out and uh, pack that other end. Yeah, now it's going to be a good atmosphere out there. And then who do you reckon is going to take the uh, take the MLS Cup this year? Oh, I'm always going to say my boys FC Dallas. Always hopeful. Haven't won a trophy since the Supporter Shield uh, way back when. Um, but if I have to be realistic here, the final is going to be Philadelphia LAFC, and I think LAFC will win that one. Nothing. Good shout. So you got LAFC. I'm going to go New York FC. I think last year, MLS Cup winners, I think they'll back it up this year, get a double. I think that I think the East, East Conference is a easier route to get through to the, the final game. 
I think the West Conference mm. has got better teams on paper, but I think yeah. New York FC, I think they might just take it. Well, look, let's let's take a look at the standings, right, from this year. And... Well, they'll be coming in as just a fourth. On, just, so. just, just on that note, though, right? All right, so we'll just have a look at the uh, standings here. All right, Eastern Conference. Yeah, Philadelphia shitted in by a mile. Right, they, they finished with, like, what, two points in it between them and Montreal, and then another, what? Twelve. Twelve between them and New York. Yeah. Like, and then you take a look at the West, 67, 56, 53, and 50. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I think the next round will be interesting if both Philadelphia and New York City get through. Yeah. That I think one you, will, I think New York FC have got one of those teams where it's all about momentum. Yeah, they've got mm. that experience last year. Going through an MLS MLS Cup playoff, a lot of the same team as well. Yeah, you know, uh, Morales probably the best creator in the league. Attacking midfielder, yep. absolute gem of a player to watch. Uh, you know he's running the show. Then they've got those two Brazilian forwards up front. Tellez Magno's, you know, he's starting to mature as a player. And then uh, Heber as well. Two Brazilians mm. up there coming off Morales' attacking creativity. It's looking pretty pretty good. Yeah, look, the dark horse, uh, as always, is going to be Montreal. They've been known to pull out wins where they should not have won. Um, but, yeah, look, I think we might honestly be saying goodbye to Cincinnati for this year. Yeah. Uh, today, um, sad to say it, but I hope they prove me wrong. Absolutely. I really hope they prove, prove me wrong. Um, in the other game today, I do think we are going to be saying goodbye to the LA Galaxy. And as you said, their coach done a fabulous job coming from the second division there in the US uh, up into the big team. Look, first year coach, wasn't he? Something like that? Yeah, first first yeah. year coach, I think, in the MLS. First year, first year and you've made the finals. Congratulations yeah. to you. Um in the West, look, I'm always going to say FC Dallas. That's just my heart talking, my head talking. I'm thinking LAFC, but the dark horse will be FC Dallas, especially if they get past Austin. Yeah. They will be freaking dangerous. And if you have a look at the LAFC games versus FC Dallas games, they've always been close. Jeez, it would be good to see a California team player. Player, give me some tasty challenges coming in. <laughs> <laughs> We've had another question though. You know, yeah, we've, we've talked about the teams which have hit the playoffs this year. Who's been your most disappointing <clears throat> team for uh, from both conference, uh, both conferences? <clears throat> there's been a couple. There's been a couple. I'll I'll give you my top two in the West. Is Portland and Seattle mainstays yep. of the playoffs for the last few years? Um, in the East. Toronto. 100%. Same, exact same for me. Toronto, big team on paper. Insigne, Bernadeschi, yep. signing, didn't do anything for him. I watched a couple of games, games of Toronto this year and 
Jeez, they, those two did not have good games. Bernadeschi no. was a little bit better than Insigne, but I think Insigne, I saw he's, pay, he's the highest paid player, $14 million per year. Yep. He's getting $14 million oh, a year. $14 million a year as a retirement fund, I'll take that yeah. very much. But yeah. um, but look, also, Atlanta United. Yeah. Atlanta United's another one. Like They've got that nice, big, shiny new stadium at Mercedes-Benz in Georgia. Yeah, but again, if you can't expect to pull out ten wins in a season and make the playoffs, no, they like, are. They've you, been disappointed again since they came into the league. They were they started off pretty good for an expansion team, but then they just went downhill the last couple yeah. of seasons. Big exactly. money as well at Atlanta United. They've got a lot of money, very, a lot of funding. Very um, DC United. No surprise here, really. It's not um, good for Atlanta as well, and you got Charlotte finishing above you. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think one. I think there was an Australian that was going to be signed for Charlotte, but they they ended up uh, yeah, shipping Ryan, him off to England. I think it was what Riley McGree. I think he was yeah, over there. McGree, yes. Yeah. yeah, and he got shipped out to the Premier League there. Um, the yeah, look, Middlesbrough. Both of, yeah, both of those two. Georgia teams, both well, Charlotte and Atlanta, very close to each other as far as distance is concerned. Yeah, um, both of them. Not so much Charlotte, more so Atlanta. More disappointing than anything. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, I think DC United, DC United mates. I think they're. Pretty poor. Wayne Rooney, first year in the job, maybe needs a rebuild for next season, which is fair enough. Just looking at the teams which are down the bottom of the uh, of the conference, I think Houston again. They've just been shocked in the last couple of years. Uh, Sporting Kansas again. They've had a lot of they've had a lot of uh, success. You know, four or five seasons ago, they're always in the playoffs, always first or fourth in the league. Yeah, they've been pretty disappointing. I think they're on a rebuild, bringing up a younger generation through their academy. I hear their academy is one of the best in the league. That um, is actually, I would say, actually a very agree. nice venue. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. In the West Conference, definitely Portland. You know, Portland made the MLS Cup uh, final last year, lost to New York FC, obviously. But I think Seattle Sounders is probably the biggest disappointment from the uh, from the West Conference. You've got to expect them to at least be in the top four. They're a cracker of a team. Well, reading on ESPN News a couple of days ago, it's the first season that both Portland or so Pacific Northwest has not had a team in the MLS playoffs. Yeah, they're always strong. They've had a terrible season, um, those Pacific Northwest teams. Like Colorado, look, they're a mid-tier team at best. The surprise for me was Nashville. Yeah. yeah Coming in at five. Um, again, Minnesota is another disappointing one. I thought they would finish a little bit higher, but but yeah, Real Salt Lake um, weren't too bad. Just to get into playoffs, I think it's not too bad for Real Real Salt Lake. Oh, look, that's that's uh, that's put in the final for them. Yeah, Seems Orlando. I mean, they came in seventh, just uh, got in that final spot for the playoffs in the in the uh, East Conference. Mm. Orlando have been down the bottom of the table, you know, on a regular basis. I think it's well, been a even, bit of a shuffle because now you've got Columbus, which haven't made that. It gives another team an opportunity to get into that top seven. 
well, if you're yeah, if you're looking at the standings in the Eastern Conference between six and eight, there's only two points separating them. Like yeah. Inter Miami got six for the simple fact they got a better goal difference. Yeah, the, the final day of, uh, of the regular season was a good watch. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed that one. Well, um, the you. the, the, uh, the time the time difference is pretty ordinary. Out it where, is. Out where you are. It is, but it is what it is, and um, look, it's all good when you can uh, get it live and also watch it on uh, replays as well. Paddy, player of the season for you this season. Player of the season. Player of the season. I know there's still a couple of big games left. Anyone could, you know, pop up. I'm going to say Cialini. I'm going to say Cialini. Yep. The Italian centre-back, love him. Or, look, as you know, my team... Is the opposite of yours in Italy, um, yeah. on the other side of Milan. But the uh, ex Juventus player uh, Cellini, for me, it's a good call. Um, so you're going to say Jesus Ferreira? To be honest, he's been one of my players oh. of the season. I would say has, in the playoffs, just... the playoffs so far, I would have to say. In the last probably 10 weeks, I think Gaston Brugman and Ricky Pig have been yep. pretty good for LA as well. That's why they're going so good recently. Yeah. Yeah. The good little yeah, centre midfield partnership. I mean, you've got the Uruguayan Brugman who's got experience coming out of Serie A for, I think, Cal- Cagliari, and then you've got Ricky Pig who's, you know, coming out of the Barcelona setup. Uh, some good creativity. Well, both of, both of them are quite... Exactly, and especially both of them coming out of one of the top five leagues as well. They know oh, what yeah. pressure's like week in, week out. Well, especially with Cagliari there. Like, yeah. <laughs> the minnows of the, uh, of the Serie A there at one, at, uh, one point. And, but um, look, again, he, for me, you are I would totally agree with you on that. It's well, you know what it's like European football, Paddy. If you don't get that result, the supporters are going to be throwing coins and boots oh, at you and they're going to be outside in the car park waiting for you. Coins and boots are the least of their worries. It's, <laughs> uh, I think it's more the, uh, especially in the Greek league, the uh, motorbikes and uh, 50-foot bloody poles that they ride around with. <laughs> That's what it's all about, though. You know, They're paying their hard-earned dollars to watch that game. Yeah, they want to get that result. Yeah, they want that result. And again, look, I'm not imploring the US to go the same way, but please don't. Like, nah. but look, each one of these teams that are in in the playoffs so far, deserving to be there, I feel, and uh, I think it's going to be a great weekend of football. Absolutely, cracker. It's been a good podcast, Paddy. I think it's uh, looking forward to watching the games a little bit later tonight, and we'll have yep. to uh, make another another podcast when maybe in the uh, when we get to the final when the two conference teams meet up. Exactly. All right. Well, I might be doing something uh, my lonesome next week, and yeah, <laughs> we might be barbecuing. Uh, might be barbecuing. Yes. Yes. Oh, actually, I think I might uh, crack open the. Uh, the old river out the back and uh, get that smoke going uh, mm. on some ribs and that while I... Sounds uh, good, mate. I'll uh, crack, open, uh, crack <laughs> open a couple of oil can Fosters and down them. 
No worries. Well, all right. Well, that's the show for today. Again, I do thank you for uh, watching the diatribe of dribble that we've uh, just put you through for the last half an hour. So if you're in Australia, be in sport is the place for all of your MLS needs. Um, Today, it's going to be kicking off in just under half an hour, Philadelphia versus FC Cincinnati, followed by El Trafico, the game of the day, in my view, uh, that will be kicking off at 1 o'clock. Um, again, both games in the US will be on Fox Sports 1. All right, so that's everything for today. I hope you guys all stay safe. I hope your teams do well, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.